theyeshiva.net. A gute Woche, Brüder und Schwester. Ruchni <laughs> Von Bobbev, unser Teil, Reb Shulem, Reb Shulem Kesslerschlitter. Bereschus, Bereschus alle Geeinem, Rashi Shivas, Rabonim, Healers, Therapists, Psychotherapists, Psychologists. Vacheren, Acheren, Olav, the heroes of Klal Yisrael, special mothers and fathers who have gathered here from all over North America for this special Shabbos. My dearest friends from Lakewood, New Jersey, such a beautiful representation from Lakewood. My landslide from Muncie, Butter Park, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Kyrgyz Yoyal. Yeah, let's hear it for Kyrgyz Yoyal. The new center of love and nurture. Ich lach nicht, was lachst du? And of course, our holiest brothers and sisters from Arzeno Akdoisha from Eretz Yisrael, even from Kyrgyz Sefer. A peladike, a strange, strange Ramban. The Ramban, of course, one of the greatest Rishonim who lived in the 13th century in Spain, Rabbi Nomoisha ben Achman, who was not only from the Goine Yador and Poiske Yador and Manhige Yador, but was one of the greatest physicians, debaters, Leaders, healers of his day. And of course, one of the greatest parshonim on Chumash in addition to Shas. And the Ramban on the Posig Vayehav Yitzchok as Esav Kitsayid Befiv. Yitzchok loved Esav. Why? Because Sayid Befiv. There was game in his mouth. Hunted animals, food in Yitzchak's mouth. That's why he loved Esau. Says the Ramban, he says, what does this mean? How is this a reason to love Esau? What does it mean? And we know all the Mepharshim struggle with this Pasuk, beginning with Targum and Rashi, etc. So the Ramban, and I quote, the reason he loved Esau, this is the Ramban. In Yitzchak's mouth, there was always food. All day, Yitzchak craved 
to eat the barbecued delicacies, the dishes, the game, the hunted beef that Ace of delivered, the tumid. Yitzchak refuses to eat anything else. Only what Esav brought from the field. This is how he explains the Pasuk. Now I ask you, if somebody would get up here and want to describe the greatest Rosh Yeshiva of this generation, or the greatest Rebbe of this generation, or previous generation, say, let me tell you about him. He loves to eat all day. That's what my shviga says about me. <laughs> you know what that means? Call up for shidduch resume. What's with this bacher? He loves to eat all day. But not stam. He doesn't eat anybody's food. He goes to the hunters. <laughs> and he has no, this is kolayoim, nothing else. It's not when he's hungry. A ganze tog, a ganze nacht. Almost sounds like a Jewish Shabbaton. <laughs> Present company excluded. That's why you have a tea room. I was once Pesach somewhere. So I knew the last day of Pesach, Mitzay Pesach, when the pizza comes out, there is a rush. And it's, it's Pikuach Nefesh Mamash. To get in the way between a Jew and pasta mitzai pesach. You guys know, yeah? Machtach nish vissendek, it's fine. So I told, I told the, 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 the maitre d, they was not Jewish. I said, tonight it's gonna be crazy here. So he says, but why? They didn't stop eating for eight days. The tea room is open 24 hours. You can't miss breakfast, lunch, dinner, 24 hours. I said, you don't understand that this is leaven. It's, it's, uh, it's pasta, it's pizza. But over there they had pasta and pizza whole Pesach. <laughs> so he couldn't understand. So I had to explain it to him. So I said, it has to do with Jewish trauma. I say, when we see food, in our imagination, we always think this is going to be the last supper. And therefore, we take no chances ever. This is what 2,000 years of deprivation does. V'nochadaita was even more than I described. So we all understand this. We have names for this. A Zoilu, a Soiva, a Baltaiva, a Depends where you come from. Williamsburg is one expression. Muncie is a different expression. Lakewood is another expression. A Besadna Dadachadahu, a Behemegasim in That's the complimentary way of saying it. There are other Oysias you could find out. I come back to the Ramban. This is how he describes Yitzchak. Go to your nutritionist or go to any therapist and tell him, I want to eat all day. And what are they all going to tell you? You don't want to eat, you're stressed. You put on 100 pounds because you're always eating because that's how you deal with the pain. Instead of dealing with the pain, you should go for therapy. I mean, not instead of dealing with him, instead of eating, you should deal with your anxiety and then you'll stop eating. This is 101. Stress eating. That's why I'm not such a cotton. What does this Ramban mean? 
Open your hearts to what the Ramban is saying. He had a son, Esau. Yaakov came home from Yeshiva. Yaakov Ishtam Yeshiva Holim. Yitzchak bonded with Yaakov. How? But Durach Gilayan Tarajbetzazamen. Aramban. Aritvo. Arabakiv Eger. Aktsos. Anesivis. Ashev Shmaitzer. Achidushi Rabbeinu Chaim Alevi Al Arambam. Arab Shmuel. Arab Nochem. Esau is Ishsada. He's out in the field. He's hunting animals. He came home. Yitzchak wanted, he yearned, he craved to bond. Vayav Yitzchak as to bond with his son. How? Yitzchak is a avas heinein amirkava ashtikalakus. Esau is yedeyat sayid Ishsada. Where in the world are they going to connect? What's this? Yitzchak told Esav, I won't eat anybody else's food. All the day, all days, looking to bond with Esav, to connect with Esav emotionally, physically, socially, psychologically, spiritually. Esav should feel that he has a father who cherishes him, loves him, appreciates him for what he is doing and will not let go of that relationship. Morris says in Soited Afyud, David had a son who wanted to kill him. His name was Afshalom, beautiful kid with the most delicious long hair. And yet he was killed in the rebellion against his father. And when David hears the news that Tanakh describes, he cries out and he says the word Bini eight times. Bini, Bini, Avshalom, Bini, mein Zunale, my son. I wish I would have died instead of you, my son. Ask the Gemara, why is he says my son eight times? He says seven times Bini took him out of the seven levels of Gehenna. The eighth one is two shittas. The second one, La'al Madasi brought him into Elam Haba. I ask you, how by screaming the word Bni eight times, do you take him out of a Gehenim and put him into Elam Haba? Maybe we should just all get up and scream Bni eight times in Amachaya. Baruch Shepatrani. What's the Gemara saying in sight? Isn't this what the Ramban is saying? David Amalek got up and he said, Bni, my son, my son, my son, my son, my zun. You know when the mother and the father, the mother when she lights Shabbos candles or any time of the week, or the father any time of the day or the night, and you're just telling yourself, my son, Bini, my daughter, my son, my son, my son. This is my child and I will not let you go. This is the greatest and deepest recipe to sublimate her or him from the Shiva Madure Gehenim, not in Oilam Haba only. I'm talking about from the Gehenim in Oilam Haza. Bini, 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 Bini. But go one step deeper. 
I opened up the Sefer Me'a Shiloyach from the Helek Ishbitzer, Helek Sheni. It says, I quote, he says, Tzayid Befiv means something else. It actually comes from Kisvei Harizal. Yitzchak knew that in Esau's mouth, in Esau's neshama, in his mind, in his mouth, there are many, many great neshamas. Milan Ugadl from Reb Meir, the Gemara in Erev and Dafyud Gimel. Some of you learned it. I don't know if you still remember Dafyud Gimel. But not long ago, Lo Yordu Chachamim Lamad Al Soif Daitu Shereb Meir. Meir Eni Chachamim Ba'alocha. He's the greatest of the great. He came from Esau. Shmaya, Aftalian, Unkelos. We have a Chi of Maivisedra every week to learn. Unkelos comes from Esau. And all the Gadim of Klal Yisrael, the greatest, great Gadim, that the Rambam writes, the Messiah is Hashem himself, not Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. Says the Me'ah Shiloyach, Va'yev Yitzchak as Esav. Yitzchak loved Esav. He found the positivity, the beauty in Esav. And you know what he accomplished? He says this, this is not 2020. This is the early, the late 1800s. He says, by seeing the positivity in Esav, every time he looked at Esav and he felt the love, what happened? From that he created, he created Nishmas Hagedim. It was up to Yitzchak. Yitzchak could have looked at Esav and said, my filthy, dirty, hopeless, lost, sick child. And he had good reason for it. Says the Ishbitzer, because Yitzchak chose to believe and to see and to accentuate the positivity in Esav, Hatabashaf and Gadim from them. From this came all the Kedusha from Esav. And then it goes one step deeper. And this is a Torah from the Avodah Halevi, Rabbanan Halevi, Mr. Ashela, one of the greatest Talmidim of the Balatanya in the Sefer Avodah Halevi. Why were the others infatuated with digging wells? Avraham and then Yitzchak. The only story we know about Yitzchak independently is a well with Nacha well, with another well, with another well, with another well. Seven wells. Even if they dug wells, this is the main feature of Yitzchak's life. It says there's two sources of water. There's a source of water that comes from heaven. There's rainwater. There's water that is revealed. The oceans, the seas, the rivers, the lakes, the canals, the sp- one source of water. But then there's Leroyka Haaretzalamoyim, the Be'er Mayim Chayim, the Mayonois that are under the earth. When you look at the earth, you don't see this water. Midav Grabin und Grabin und der Grundtevenzich. Der Grundtevenzich, you have to dig and dig and excavate and discover the Mayim Chayim, but everybody knows. Which is the freshest water? Which is the most sparkling, clean, geschmack, cold water that quenches your thirst? Which is the mayim chayim that you have to use for pora aduma? And for the other tumas, you can't just use regular mikveh, make shamim, etc. It's the water from under the earth, the springs that are flowing under the earth. 
What was Yitzchak Savoyde? Yitzchak Savoyde was, he saw earth. You look at a person and all you see sometimes is dirt and filth and gravel and debris and pebbles and psoilus. But Avram and Yitzchak said, don't get deceived by the Chitzonias. Take a shovel and dig deeper and deeper and you will find the Be'emayim Chayim. Doesn't the Gemara say, Chagiga Bar Reb Meir, Toichoy Ochal, Uklipasoy, Zorak. That's how we could learn from Acher. He ate the Pnimiyas, the Toich, and he cast away the clip of Frek, the Helekemagid. What do you do first? You eat the banana and then you discard the peel or you first peel the banana and then eat the banana? Tell me, how do you guys do it? Buster the Minigan Butter Park. You first, you first eat the toich or you first peel the clipper? What do you do with an orange? So if you're very hungry, you don't have to answer. But if the Bastanamala mensch, first you remove the clipper and then you eat the toich, yeah? Not now. He was a Jew who didn't look at Klippe. His man, a long time ago, he got rid of the shell of life. He wasn't busy with social conformity. He wasn't busy with impressing the Shatchanim. He wasn't busy with making things look good on the outside. Reb Meir, the Medrash says, but Reb Meir didn't say kostnus oir with an ayin. It said kostnus oir with an aleph. Fregin da achroinim. It's a postle seifetayda. Reb Meir made a new halacha. Chas v'shalom. Zog de magid. No, of course it said kostnus oir with an ayin. Et nish gizen da ayin, et gizen da aleph. Most people look at oil, they see the skin, they see skin. Because already in his beginning, he looked at the core, he saw the Pneumius. He came from Esav. Yitzchak dog and dog and dog. Goes a step deeper. What's the Havana? There's two types of love. That's what he heard from the Balatanya. There's two types of love. I'll describe them both. Raise your hand. Which one applies to you? One type of love he says is, I love you because you do something for me. I get something from you. Nachas, geschmack. You're a great guy, great person, whatever it is. He says, this type of love, when you separate the two people, what happens? The love weakens, it declines. And if we remain separated for a few years... You forget about it. Next, you move on in life. We all had relationships, right? You may be in the same class with somebody. I always feel funny. I'm on a plane pre-corona. And we're sitting near somebody, you know, 21-hour flight to Sydney. And 21 hours, you sit as a kavul gain. You become friends with the person. And then you leave the plane. It's always an interesting feeling. That's all if the love is dependent on something. We were on a play for 21 hours, yeah? We can either both be awkward or you start talking about, as long as you don't disagree about Trump and Biden, is good. What happens if it's an ava atzmas? What if a mother is separated from her child? 
So after a year, you tell a mother, okay, it's been a year, it's time to move on. With each year, the tzimoyin, the thirst, grows deeper. Why? Because it's who I am. It's an ava atzmis. This is my atzmis. V'nafshik shure b'nafshik. I don't love you because something you're giving me. I am one with you. We're not two separate things. The Rakachava has a lotion. Etzem ha-ben hu-hu etzem ha-av. And that's how he explains a sugim babasra that Yerusha is not called Shinu Rishus. Yerusha is not called Shinu Rishus. Why? Why? It's not two separate things. Look separate. It's not separate. So it's like a piece of me is separated. So the more the separation, the more the closeness. Says it about an Halevi. This is the whole you did this on a Shama. On a Shama is a Chelek Elekam Imal Mamish. Shama is, is, is Atzmius. It's one with Hashem. He says, when the Malachim came down to the earth, what happened? Hanefilim, how you bought it? They lost it. They lost it. You know why? He says, because Malachim is nicht etzim So they're separated. They're like, okay, we get a new life. They come to earth, they lose it. As is Bemela, when they get separated, when they're sent to earth, what happens? Why? Because when we're one, the separation doesn't weaken the other. It makes it much more authentic, much more real. It shows me that I am inseparable from you, I tried everything. And I keep on coming back. Why do I keep on coming back? Because we're one, we're inseparable. Neshamas Yisrael are the Alakus under the earth. Under the earth. Yitzchok says, dig the well, there's water. There's water, don't look at the offer. And that water is the deepest water, the freshest water, the most beautiful water. Mayim Chayim, the water that's retired everything. In other words, every neshama is a kid in pain. Every neshama has been through the trauma of the very reality of existence, of going through such a hishtalshalus von atzmus ein soiv baruchu to be buried under the earth, the stress of life, the anxiety of life, enclosed in a world that seems so confusing and traumatic on every level. But because we're one, and it's inseparable, so the separation only demonstrates that there's a deeper connection, a more powerful connection, a greater thirst, a more powerful achdus. Yitzchak never stop digging wells. Vayehav Yitzchak People say, Why? So the Ramban tells us, like the Meshach of the Salevi, because that's what a Tati does. That's what a father does. And yet, it's a beautiful poem from Reb Shloime Ibn Gebiril. Shloime Ibn Gebiril says, I run away from you, towards you. I run from you, towards you. It's going to be a journey. 
but I run from you because it's inseparable. There's a question, how do you look at a child when your toifus disnekude, yisoidus hayadus, etzem pnimius, the core of Torah. It's not a shayla. Yitzchak had pain from Esau's choices. People think Yitzchak Khalila was naive. Then I'll read the Chumash. Vatiyena moiras ruach liyitzchak ulirifke. Your son chose an oved avoidus, ovedus avoidus zara. They're smoking ktoiris. And I don't mean the ktoiris of the Beis HaMikdash. And not even the ktoiris that my friend Rabbi Yom Tevchayim Glazer spoke about. I'm talking about the ktoiris of Avedah Zara. So Yitzchak, and then Esav came and said, by the way, how do you give Maisa from salt? Yitzchak said, wow, Rabban shall call B'nai HaGoyla. Azazun, how do you give Maisa from salt? Lady says, ain't shem shamayim shagah befiv. I thought Esav fooled him. Esav atam nishtab kenayt. Yitzchak understood Esav. But he understood Esav even better than other people. He can have pain. Vatiyena moiras ruach. But he did not remove the shovel. He did not stop digging. Because he understood. mal can't be separated. And if you believe in it, they can believe it. If you can believe in them, they can believe in themselves. And yet people struggle. We all struggle so powerfully with this. And I want to ask you a question tonight. There's only one yomtif and all the yomim toivim. The chazal had to make a yomtif and they decided, you know what? For this yomtif, we got to make sure that people stop using their brains. The Rebbeinu Shalayla made yomim toivim. At Pesach, mit HaShvuas, mit HaSukas, mit HaRashishonah, mit HaYim Kippur. Chazal made yomim toivim. Achanekeh. Later generations, other yom, one yomtiv they decided, Omar Rav, Megillah Dav Zayin, Chayiv Inish Lebesume Bepuria, Adeloyod. People once a year, you heard guys, once a year, Lebesume Bepuria, after being intoxicated on Purim, Adeloyod, until you don't know what hit you. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, so one thing we know, Mardechai was an Ayeke. We also know other things about Mardechai. What type of takana is this? Who is going to have a takana? Not to use your mind. Am chachem v'noven. As one Jewish leader once said, Am chachem v'noven. Am chachem v'noven. What type of takana? Celebrate Purim. Pesach is not a yomtiv. Sukkis is not some mansim chaseinu. No, it doesn't say in Torah, Adeloi Yada. Purimi decided, Adeloi Yada, nobody should be using their conscious brains. Rabbi say, why? What? Was This is a Shailag Doyle. You understand that it's a Shailag Doyle. If you try to look at the Oymek HaTorah, this is a big question. One of the most moving answers I heard for this. There's different answers. Fasemes, there's a big arichis on it. Pachad Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak Hutner Zatzal is a big, big shmuas on this. Already from earlier generations. Sifri Machshava, Sifri Chsiddah, Sifri Kabbalah, Sifri Musa. But once I'm put in, I heard a very moving insight from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And he said, because that is the essence of what happened on Purim. 
Esther didn't want to go into Tachash Vedish. She said, Mordechai, with all due respect, I'm married to a Meshugana. He has been diagnosed. He's been diagnosed by all the therapists here. Atzadreter, idiot, trauma, shabbat trauma, shabbat trauma, shabbat trauma, plus insecure, spineless. And he's not a king. So you understand the churban. And I'm his wife. You go in without permission and he's a bad mood, you come out with a head shorter. You don't know my husband. This is Achaz Dos So Mardechai, you want me to go into him and ask him to save the Jews. You know what's going to happen? You're going to be making my Leviah tomorrow. So the Jews will die and I will die. This is not a bad argument. <laughs> right? People call me, call this guy for Shalom Bias. I'm like, call the police first if they accompany me to the house, maybe. Not a bad answer. And the Gemara says, Melech Tippish, so Seichel Nachoichnisht. Hafchafachan, spine, I mean, paranoid. All the Milas. All the Milas. What does Mordechai say? So I want to hear his convincing answer. So I would think convincing answer should be the punchline. He should say whatever he says. Punchline should be Esther. This is the moment you're going to save Klal Yisrael. You're going to become, you're going to become a legend forever. Mardachai says, by the way, Esther, the first thing is, We don't need you. You're going to lose the opportunity. Now, punchline. Says Ezra, who knows? Maybe this is the reason you became the Malka. Maybe. Mi idea. Shtaltzach the Shailet. Mardechai. That's how you're going to convince her. You have to say, I'm a Novi. I'm Rosh Sanhedrin. Estheke. Estheke. Ani idea. I know that Le'ez Kazoi Sigat Le'Malchus. Hashgoche. I know this is why you're in the palace. I know you're in the palace to cancel. To destroy the Iran deal. And not just a deal, an edict. He says, And if somebody would tell that to me, I would say, well, if you're not sure, I'm certainly not sure. I'm not going to die. Because, you know, it's good for a shir. Maybe this is Pshat and Rashi. A guy once told his rabbi, he wants to go to university. He says, why? Become an architect. What do you have to be, an architect? He says, every year I build a sukkah and a wind comes and gets destroyed. I want to learn architecture. So for this you have to go to university. You learn Masech the sukkah, the first Pedic, Bi'iyun. And you learn everything about architecture. You even know algebra and trigonometry, ribuas, mid-eagles, metalachsons. You'll figure it out. Okay, he learns Gemara sukkah a whole year. He builds a beautiful, beautiful sukkah. Erev sukkah, 20 minutes before Lichtzinden. There's a storm, and the whole sukkah goes flying. Comes running to the Rav. Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe! Chabakasha! says, what happened? So I learned the Gemara sukkah with Rashi Be'iun. I knew every Rashi Balpeh, and I built a sukkah, and this and this happened, it flew away. He says, yeah, Taisvis asks that. I have to go to the king. 
Now, now, Mordechai was saying one of the deepest statements to this Esther. Esther was teifaset. Esther had a question. A very deep question. It's a question I think every person in this room, in the Ezra's Anoshim and in the Ezra's Noshim, have. I don't know if it's perpetual or consistent, but it's a question. You'll all understand the question very, very fast. Esther said, Mordechai, I know about Hashgacha. I grew up in the system. I got it. I have a question. You know who I am, Esther, right? He Adasa, the Gemara Megillah describes. I was valedictorian of Beis Yaakov, by Suruchel, by Sara, Bnoistzian, by Srifke, Nevei Shalamet Bruria, Mikol HaChugim, Esther. The Gemara says every Uma looked at Esther and said, This is our Medala. This is it. Esther was Esther. How in the world did I end up in this spiritual dungeon? This is what I wanted. Married to a guy. To the point that the Sugi in Sanhedrin wonders why she didn't die instead of going to Achashverish. Gili Arayas, the two answers in the Gemara. Abayim et Arovah, Sanhedrin Ayindalit. Esther said, Vikumich Dorten. A beautiful Jewish girl. Under the tutelage of Mordechai, Roisha Sanhedrin, Anovi. How in the world does Esther end up in Be'er Shachas, in a spiritual abyss? That's what bothers her. This is my destiny in life. This was never my trajectory. I was told my whole life that our job is to defeat Hitler. What do they say at every Shevabrochus? Ufstelen. What's the bracha they give by you by Shavu Brachas? Ufstalen erlichi yiddish adoyres. Now we'll ufstalen adar yovish. And he's not learning in Torah v'yida. He's not even learning. Not he's not learning in any yeshiva. Nishten Slabotka, Nishten Chevron, Nishten Panovich, Nishten Mir, Nishten Brisk. I feel Nishten Time Chitmemem. Good question. You know what Mordechai tells her? Mordechai tells her two words: Mi Yoideya Imla Eiska Zoysigat Lamalchos. My Taira Esther. Some things in life you will never be able to process through das. Some things are lemaila das. If you use your rational brain and you say, I did everything right. I gave tzedakah every day. I learned tablat gemara every day. I'm not from the fathers who beat their children. I'd say sanefesh. I'm not from the fathers... I mean, Yeshiva did a malama, they smacked us up before he would give the smack. They gave him a hazard, patch, vis kenan zogin kiddush levona, after levona. Or the classroom, uh, somebody knows exactly it happened to him. The classroom said, this is the goylem table. All the goylems. Or the teacher who told us once, I'm greater than the maral. Maral had one goylem, Echab Neinsen. And then he added, the maral's goylem didn't speak. My 19 do speak. You weren't that father. You weren't that mother. 
You went on beautiful Chalamaya trips with bananas and oranges and hard-boiled eggs. You went to the circus, Allah Shalom. You remember the Fahak, the circus? You went on family vacations. It was a nice atmosphere in the house. You're good people. You're not traumatized from Hitler, Yamach At least not consciously. We're all traumatized. At least not consciously. You did it right. You were looking for an Esther Amalke. It was a nice house. Taka nice house. You know, we always, always you hear people get up to give speeches. You know the speeches. If, 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 if you're, they tell you that the list of seven things you do and the seven things you shouldn't do, and then it's going to be beautiful. And then you look at yourself, you say, so I must be a Rosh Marusha. I must be this horrible mother or father. The worst of the worst. Look what we did. Esther says, what Avera did I do or my mother did or my father did that I'm married not only to a goy intermarried, but to the Gemara He was a bigger anti-Semite than Haman, at least according to one shit. You know what Mordechai told her? Mordechai said, There are elements of Hashem that we can understand. We can appreciate. You look at your digestive system. Rabbi Rucham did once a whole shmuz, the mashgiach of the mir. He said, if you would analyze the digestive system, you take a piece of fish or a drop of seltzer, you put it into your mouth. What happens from that moment until it gets digested? You would start dancing from the miracle. You study the urinary system, the digestive system, the circulatory system, the respiratory system. It's mind-staggering. And the other systems, all the nine systems. Study one atom, one cell. Look at what your white blood cells do all day. What your red blood cells. Half of a fella. There's so much of life we look at and we marvel. And that's why there's Birchis Hashachar and Birchis Haidah. And Masech Tebrachis, Rambam Hilchis Brachis. Shulchan Aruch Hilchis Brachis. But your Mordechai says there are elements of the Reboi Shalom that are Miyadeya. Who knows? Ashreinu matoiv chelkeinu. Umanoyim goyroleinu. Umayofa yirusha seinu. What are those three things? Ashreinu matoiv chelkeinu. Your chelik is that which belongs to you based on your kishreinus and your personality. You know, people who go to life coaches to tell them what type of parnosa to choose. Sinish Dominic by Chsidim, you go to real estate. Buy a few buildings in Manhattan and they could, the coaches can analyze other people in San Francisco, which they look to do. Who am I? You go to your therapist, you go to your guru, you go to your mashpia, your mechanic. Explain to me who I am. I'm this, I'm this. It could take 50 years to begin to figure out who you're not. Basically, someone said, Why at 50 do you start giving advice? Most people I know give advice at 15. Today the kids give advice at six. At the age of 50, you made so many mistakes, you realize that you could be quiet. Sometimes the best Eitzah, by the way, you could give somebody. It's called Chveis 
Or Shishiva in Lake with the Pshnei Kotla's son-in-law told me once. He said, he heard it from a Gera Chassid B'Shem, one of the Gera Rebbe's. He says, Eidus B'Hosef Samay B'Tseisel Eretz Mitzrayim Sfas Loyodati Eshma. You know why Paroi was so impressed with Yosef? He was the first man who told Paroi, Bil Odoi, Somebody says, Loyadati! I was invited to a Kumzitz. It was in Muncie. I live in Forshayeri. I was invited to Pomona. It's a yeshiva. For children who are struggling, 40 boys, they had a fire pit. They were roasting marshmallows, kiminag, hanagidim, hamafrasamim, with some hot dogs, some sauerkraut, kiminag, anshishlamayni, the guitars, the drums. The only one who was missing was Rebmata, but everything else was there. The Rebmata yesterday started two in the morning. You know that? And after that, there were questions and answers. But this was much earlier. I'm sitting. I'm telling stories, avart, singing. It was really a beautiful atmosphere. The, the boys were into it. We're singing a song. I still remember the song. A boy sits down right near me. He puts his hand on my shoulder. As I, like in camp. So I put my hand on his shoulder. He says, Rabbi, why, why? Why did my mother die? I didn't expect that. I said... I'm so sorry, when did she die? Ten years ago. She had 11 children. She was a young lady, early 40s. She got cancer. She passed away. He was 11 years old. I was so close with my mother. Why did she die? He's now 10 years late. He's 21. I looked at him. And I said three words. I don't know. But I would like to be here for you if I can. He starts crying. I'm also crying. He says, 10 years I'm waiting for somebody to tell me those three words. I said, what do you mean? He says, I went to so many people. Everyone starts giving me explanations. Gilgulim, Tikkunim, Avedis, Oilam Habas. Mises, pre-Mashiach, almost Mashiach, Hekitsu Verananu, before Tchiesa Mesim, Gilgulim, Holocaust, Mises, Galicia, Hungary, Poland, Russia, Ganeidin Elyon, Ganeidin Atankhten, families, Yisurim, and Maus. 11-year-old kid. I said, listen, I'm not judging anybody, but I don't know, I don't think anybody knows, and I'm so, so sorry. And he sat there crying. A few months later, he sends me an email that that conversation allowed him to let go of so much anger that he had to rabbis, to leaders that couldn't simply validate his pain. Mordechai tells Esther, Esther, Ashreinu matoiv chelkeinu, this chelkeinu. I know what I'm good at. You know what you're good at. Everyone has their unique shlichus, their kishroinus in the world. Zdare bakiveige, unzudah peishe de balagole. 
und alle seine Kinder von Eberstein. But he has their chilek. My Yofa Yerusha Seinu, this is a good one. Intergenerational trauma. Or better, the genes. I don't just have my own. I have my mommy's genes and my tati's genes and the zaydas and the babas. Today with epigenetics, we know that the Jews of Maimed Har Sinai are still alive now in our genes. My offer, Yerusha, say no. It's beautiful, Yerusha. But there's something else. Manoyim goyroleinu. What's a goyrol? What's a goyrol? Why was I zoichab a goyrol? We make a goyrol. I won the goyrol. Why? Miyoideya. Doesn't mean it was a mistake. It says, wasn't a mistake. Some components of Hashem's behavior in this world and your mission cannot be encapsulated rationally, intellectually. Esther, this is a moment of miyaydeya. It's somewhere engraved in etzim hanefesh mamish. This is your shlichus for which your neshama came down to the world. Waiting thousands of years to go into Achashvedish on Shafan Apurim, and I can't explain why you, but I can tell you it's your essence, Manoyim Goyrolainu, it's your Goyrol. This is not the idea. When Esther heard this, she understood the only way to be Typhus, Mioidea, is when you go beyond Das. She went in. And history was changed. We're here tonight. So when they had to be masakin ayomtif of Purim, what did they say? Chayavinish. Adiloyoda. The miyoideya Purim al shem hapur. Hu agoyrul manoyim goyrulainu. Adiloyoda. And if you don't believe me, the Tikkun Ezoyahar says that Purim is like Yom Kippur. Kippurim, Yom Kippurim. What does the Mishnah say in Yom Kippur? There were two goats. Mitzvah son sheyiyu, shovin. Bemare, bekoime, bedomim. Two goats, identical in look, in height, in price. One goat ended up where? In Kodesh HaKadoshim. Another goat ended up where? Azazel. You look at a family. Two brothers, two sisters. You look at the brothers... One brother ended up in Kedosh HaKadoshim. Another brother is experimenting with Azazel. So people like to say, eh, probably this brother, the father was still an alcoholic. The mother was still codependent. The other brother, they already went to Rabshim and Russell. They worked out the matzav. So the Mishnah says, whoa, 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 wait. Shnei sirei makipurim, shavin, bemare, bekoime, bedamim. Parents spent the same money on therapists for both kids. Bekoime, they gave them the same stoltzkeit. Bemare, they gave them both the same gaze, the save upon them yofas. One in Kodesh HaKadoshim and one is experimenting with Azazel. Why? It was a goyrul. Yom Kippur was a goyrul. Manoyim goyrulainu. It's l'maylam in adas. Miyoideya verveis. Who knows the destiny, the journey of an ashama? It's far beyond anybody's rational explanation. The question and here is the greatest challenge. 
When you look at such a soul, the only way you can handle it is if you go into a place of Adelo Yada. If you go to a place of Yada, if you're trying to figure it out, you're trying to be Yitzhak for the Shver, the Shvigah, the Zayda, the Baba, the Feta, the Mimah. He came to the Chasana and he looked. Uh, uh, uh. How do you bring him to Shul's the Chabusha for the Kehillah? Your whole Mishpach is going to get ruined. We're hiding our imperfections already since the Malchama. Actually, we started in the 1700s. We have a wall-to-wall carpet so we could put everything under the carpet. Everything. And you have the chutzpah. We are the perfect family, don't you know? We are the quintessential. We're the family that when you look at us, you're jealous. And you, and you, instead of throwing the kid out, I'm going to have to speak Adelayad. Instead of throwing out the kid and telling him, you have the chutzpah to love him and enjoy him and fabring with him and believe in him. And walk with them and celebrate life with them and see the water under the earth and see a chelakilikami mao mamish. Where did you get these stusim? Whose clips are you listening to? Who are you talking to? Maybe you need a medication. I have been on medication for anxiety all these years to cover everything up. Now you need a medication. So you're gonna start debating? So you don't debate them, but you debate yourself. You go home, and you tell yourself, you know, I may be crazy, it's so embarrassing. And the answer is, If you tune in to Hashem, there's no ego. And when there's no ego, you ask not what God can do for you. You ask what you can do for God. That's where Yiddishkeit begins. All of you know the truth and you know it more than I. That all of you discovered Yiddishkeit through these children. You know that your relationship to Hashem. You know that your relationship to Hashem was completely transformed. You know that your relationship to yourself was transformed. You know that your vulnerability came out in ways that it never did before. Because you had to go into the place that's deeper than the brain. That creates the blockages and tries to figure everything out and turn it into a pilpul, which we're all very good at. We're taught years to turn everything into a pilpul. But sometimes you say, <laughs> To touch the miyoidea. To be able to say the manoyim gairaleinu, that's a completely different experience. Sometimes you see something and your breath is taken away. So some people, somebody spoke today about the Alps, St. Moritz, Grand Canyon. Mark Twain said when God created the Grand Canyon, he didn't create the adjectives with which to describe it. Some things don't have adjectives. Pain is one of them. 
Miyoidea is one of them. There's no adjectives. But I'm looking through a sefer called Siach Sarfi Kodesh. A few years ago. It's a title from the Kotzker, from the Pshischer, from the Vorker. From the school of Vorker, Pshischer, Kotz, Chidush Yarim. Schusam Yagen Aleinu. I open up. I'm looking at Taldus. Rivka tells Yaakov, go, go, run away. Go to my brother, stay with him a couple of years. Now listen. Ad asher toshuv chamas Clear. Until your brother calms down. Till your brother's anger goes away. Ad asher toshuv chamas Until your brother's anger goes away. Clear. Then you'll come back. Rivka continues. Ad asher toshuv chamas achicha, ad shuv af achicha mimcha. Frak the Amshinov over the Nsiyach Sarfikoidish, the first Amshinov Rebbe, says, What's the redundancy? Ad asher toshuv chamas achicha, ad shuv af achicha mimcha. Mama's saying the same thing. Till your brother's anger goes away. Until your brother's anger goes away, but the second time it says, From you. Why doesn't she say Mimcha the first time? You know what he says? And it's two separate Pesukim also, which is even stranger. If you're saying the same thing, at least say it in the same sentence. Listen how he touches this Pesuk. I'm telling you, some things you see, it's like, whoa. Until your brother's anger goes away. How are you going to know when your brother your brother's anger goes away? When your anger towards your brother goes away from you. Rivka tells Yaakov, Esav is not only angry at you. You're angry at him. In your soul, you'd never made peace with Esav. The blame is not only Esav. Yaakov, deep down, you never made peace with Esav. You have a lot of issues with your brother. Can you cleanse it? Can you work on yourself and get rid of the anger of your brother that lives in your heart? Mimcha! So I'm thinking, wow. That's big stuff. I open up a ksav soifer. That's just an oibelender. Some soifer's family. Different style than the Siach Sa'afikoidish. Ksav Soifa says the same type. Reb Shmuel Birenbaim Zatzal Rosh Hashiva of Mir, he finished a shir. Bacha came over to him and said, Rebbe, Altvasir Gizakt, Altvasir Rosh Hashiva Gizakt, I found in this safer. He thought, you know, maybe he'll take him for a shir, whatever. He was very proud of himself. He chapped him. So Reb Shmuel Birenbaim said, you know, as megetaf a krumen veg gefit minishkin under cars, as megetaf a gleiche veg then in the under the cars like. If you go crooked, you go through the forest. There won't be any other cars. You go on the highway, there'll be other cars. Esav wants to kill Yaakov, but deeper. What does Yaakov have with Esav? Yaakov, are you ready? Are you ready to really accept Esav? You know what happens in Vayishlach? Yaakov fights a whole night. 
Vayivoser Yaakov levadoi vayovik ishi moyadaloisa shacha. Yaakov remains alone. And a man battles him. And I ask a klotzkasha from a five-year-old child. Levadoi means alone. So there was nobody there. So how can a man wrestle with him if he was levadoi? And there's only one answer. He was wrestling with himself. At some point, he has to ask himself, this answer this question. It's not an easy question to answer. Can you really, really make peace with yourself? Can you stop hating yourself? Can you stop blaming yourself? Can you release the trauma? Can you release the stories, the narratives that you've been telling yourself since two years old? Of how bad you are and all the expectations that are created to compensate for that void. And all the pain that comes because you're covering up yourself. Can you accept the fact that you're a true that you're beautiful, that you don't need to be angry at Esau. Can you go into I know with tears and with pain and with vulnerability and with honesty, can you strip yourself from all your layers and say without expectations, without allowing other people to create the agendas, allowing yourself to be a conduit. The menagain has to become a nagain. Nagain is the instrument. Can you become the violin through which the Rebbeinah Shalom will vibrate his music through? It's why I wake up in the morning. It's not who I think I am and who I want to be and who I dreamt to be. And this one disappointed me. I am your violin. I transcend my trauma, my insecurities, my fears, and I become a conduit, an ambassador. And the revulsion says, Mamish. You are Shliach of Hashem, Adam Elyoin, an ambassador of Hashem in this world. Fasten your seatbelt and go on the journey with passion and gusto, with Simcha and Yerushamayim, with Avas Hashem, Avas and Avas Yisrael, which are really cool. Echad Mamish. Can I let go of my anger? And I ask me, I ask myself, I ask all of you, are you still angry at your children? I know you'll say no. But I want to ask you again, how angry are you at your child? Are you angry? For good reasons, not for bad reasons. Your child changed your life dramatically. You would have been home this Shabbos. Okay, it's not like you starved here. Baruch Hashem. Some of us gained a few pounds. From session to session. And the ikir from sprinkle cake to seven layer cake. We always remember priorities at Jewish Shabbatons. We don't allow the tuffle to take over. Tea room is the ikir. The sessions. is He's boring this. I heard already that joke we know. That story we heard. He likes to hear himself. 
am I angry? Anger is normal. But when I'm stuck in anger, I'm in a very limited space. Don't judge yourself. Stop, mensch. Rivka said, I know you're angry at Esau. He's no easy brother. And he was the oldest. He's not an easy brother to grow up with. But Yaakov, you're going to have to cleanse that. You're going to have to find yourself. And you know what happens after Yaakov battles a whole night with himself? He finds out that he's limping. He never discovered his true koima, his true stature. So he tells this guy, Barcheni, give me a bracha. You ever fought in a dark alley with a gangster all night? And in the morning you said, by the way, a bracha? And you know what the man says? I'm not giving you a bracha. You need a name change. Stop calling yourself Yaakov. You're not holding on to the heel of your brother. You're not a heel and you're not holding on to your brother's heel trying to catch up in life. My head, not an ache of a roish. Sarisa, you have battled. Vatuchal, you prevailed. You are an ambassador of infinity, an ambassador of love, light, hope, healing, authenticity, wisdom, redemption. That's who you are. And what's the next scene? He meets Esav and what happens? He's expecting war. There's going to be war. What happens? Esav comes over and says, My brother, give me a hug. Oh, well, well, well. This is not how it's supposed to happen. You're ruining the story. So the Gedav game blood. Somebody once said in our shul, I thought there's war. It was in all the newspapers. It's going to be war. Yaakov worked on himself that night. He heard Rivka's words. Ad, Asher, Toshov, Hamas, Ochicho, Mimcho. He did it. And everything changes. My dearest friends, my brother, some of you know my brother, Rip Simon, gives a weekly class pre-corona in Manhattan for secular Jews. He's doing it since 1982 or three. He told us to me, I heard it, Clay Rishon. Clay Rishon, the mice. A boy came into the class, a boy, 29 years old. He sat down. He came for six months. He didn't say a word. After six months, he mustered the courage. He sits down there. My brother, my brother sees. He's physically disabled. His motor skills are compromised. Verbally, he communicates. And it's hard to understand. He tells my brother, I was born with a rare neurological disease. My doctors, the doctors told my parents, this kid is going to be a nightmare. Don't take him home. Put him in an institution. You won't have day and night. And my family says my parents are wealthy Manhattan Jews. And they're social. They go to events. They're always going out. They never took me home. I never saw my parents. My brother says, where do they live? In Japan? No, they live in Manhattan. And where do you live? In Manhattan. Every month my father sends me a big check. 
But they never wanted to see me, so there won't be any bonds. What do you do? He says, you see, I can't work much. My father sends me a beautiful check, and I do some little jobs. My brother tells me, he says, I'm looking at his bachel. And I see the light on his face. You could see the light of somebody who's mezuchich, somebody who's refined, an oizgarbet mensch, Physically compromised, emotionally mature, beautiful, glowing. So my brother says, I couldn't deal with it. I pick up the phone. I call his, get the number, I call his father. And I say, hi, my name is Simon Jacobson. I tell the father, I met your son. And boom, dial tone. Boom. So my brother is idealistic. He thinks the phone got disconnected. He calls back. I don't know if I would, but he calls back. The father says, you didn't get the message. I don't want to talk to you. Boom. Now he's telling, you know the story. You know when people, I mean, anybody ever hung up on you? Right? Some go to therapy. Some repress it. Some go to eat. Some go to the kiddush club. Some go to the sponge cake. Some run for minchamayim and they remain for a week in shul. V'chuli v'chuli kol chadafim shura delay. My brother waits a little bit. He calls the mother. He calls the mother, present company excluded. She starts crying. My brother tells her, I want to tell you something. Every orphan I ever met asked me if I knew their father. They want to hear something. Kids who were adopted are always searching for their biological parents. It's a need of a human being to know, may I in Bosa, you have a living child, you owe him. You owe him, it's a basic, basic chayv in life that tells him who's mother and father is, he doesn't even want to go home. But you could see him, nothing is going to happen. And he's a beautiful soul. She's crying, she says, my husband made a decision 30 years ago, we can't go back. He says, why can't you go back? You're not going to live forever. This is not something you're going to forget. Talk to my husband. <laughs> my brother's credit, he waited. He called the husband once, twice. Finally, the man said to him, if you come with him, fine. He wanted a buffer. They make an appointment Sunday afternoon. They live in a penthouse above Central Park of Manhattan. My brother picks up this bachel. He's 30 years old. They come into the penthouse my brother told me, I never knew that in Manhattan you can have such a large house. I realized that they're well-to-do. It's beautiful. It's above the park. It's magnificent. Something special. There's chocolate on the table, some nuts. We sit down. Nobody gives anybody eye contact. Nobody gives eye contact. Nobody looks at each other. They're not looking at him. And they're talking about the weather. You know, elevator talk. They finish the weather. They talk about Sunday, football. It's before Corona. You finish with football. They go to some other superficial subject. There's nothing happening. So my brother interrupts. He says, listen, it's beautiful to talk about the weather. And I really like the pistachios. 
and the sunflower seeds and the chocolate almonds, beautiful. But we're here for a reason. I met your son, beautiful soul, and I thought it would be beneficial for both father, mother, and boy to meet each other. And my brother tells me, he says, why, why, Yosef This boy opens his mouth. I knew that he memorized these words because it wasn't easy for him to talk. And these are his words. He says, Mama, Papa. He couldn't say Mommy. He couldn't say Pap or Ta. He didn't have the ability. So he said, Mama, Papa. Mama, Papa. You know that I am not perfect. But Mama, Papa, over the years I came to learn that you are also not perfect. Mama and Papa, I have forgiven you for being imperfect. I hope one day you will be able to forgive me for being imperfect. The mother burst out crying. She went over to her son and hugged him for five minutes. The father stood up, took him an extra minute or two, and then he hugged the son for five minutes. My brother told me, he said, why, why at that moment I felt like a shatchen after the chuppah. I didn't get a check, but it was a shatchen after the chuppah. I looked at them. I said, I think I'm going to excuse myself. Have a wonderful day. He said, it was already inappropriate for me to be there. It was a moment of intimacy. I'm not family, and he left. The family was reunited. My dearest friends, it's a profound question that Rivka challenged Yaakov with and we must challenge ourselves with. Are you ready to forgive your children for being imperfect? For some of them being so broken for some of them being so sensitive, for some of them being so spiritual and they could not deal with the hypocrisy, for some of them being exposed to molestation before puberty and their entire identity is transformed once they reach puberty. Can you forgive them? for feeling so fragmented, broken, lost, lonely, angry, insecure? Can you forgive your child for having social anxiety and for having internal anxiety, for having learning disabilities or other disabilities? Can you forgive them? And I want to ask you one more question, my dear friends. Can you forgive yourself? Can you forgive yourself for you being imperfect. Yes, I made mistakes. I made big ones. You made mistakes. Can you forgive yourself? Can you forgive yourself and realize that ultimately this was a story of me, Idea? You know it. You know it. 
in Yeshiva's Torah Vayira, there was a Bacher who left Yiddishkeit, and he was a good Balkisher. He had potential. And the Rosh Yeshiva was devastated. And he went to the Satmerov, Rabbeinu Yoyel, Zechet Tzadik Levracha. And he said, Rebbe, what did I do wrong? And the Satmerov told him, Ich will de fregen ashaila. Esav had gehat, agit de tate. Esav had a good father. Shiva said, yeah. Agit de mame? Yeah. Were they abusive? Satmerov didn't use that word abusive. But were they, you know, Rishoyim, Achzorim? No. He said, Esav had gehat, agit de Rosh Hashiva. Yeah, Yitzchak, Avram, not bad. Something didn't go that way. Sadly, Yitzchak invested everything, but Ace of the Gemara says in Kedushin Yudches Yisrael Mumer. Satmerov says, Vart, 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 let's go to Avram, his Zayda. Avram had got a gitatata. He says, Terach, a bandit, a noivet of Oedazara, tried to burn his own son alive. A gitamama, a masloy, the Gemara describes about Abbasra, her matzav during the pregnancy of Avram, it's not for now. Edgata Chavrusa, yeah, Nimrod wanted to be his Chavrusa. So he grew up in a dysfunctional home, a goyish home. He says, Avasa Gevara for now. Echad Yavram, the father of Klal Yisro. And you guys know, you look at a family, your neighbor, your neighbor. You know the guy. The guy is whatever. And you know his wife also. They did everything wrong. And the kids, <laughs> you did everything right. And four kids are struggling. Three kids are struggling. Two kids and one kid. Every kid is a Eilamala. Satme Rebbe said this. It's not my words. Satme Rebbe says, Zestu, the Ebrish, the Frita Velt, Nishvi, do fashtais, or Nishvi, ich fashtai. Mioidea. Esther went into the palace with a Hashverish. But every Jew today is alive because of Esther Hamalka. That kid who was cast into the lion's den, that beautiful girl. Chutzal chesed moshuchalel. Satmar Rebbe says, you don't know. The Weisnisht. Very deep, very deep Maisa. I know a woman, she shared this with me, this is Clarition. Four, she grew up in California, secular home, not even Pesach. The 60s, Berkeley, she's searching for truth. She becomes a Buddhist for four years in a monastery. It's not enough. She's baptized in a monastery in Scotland from the 9th century. She goes to hundreds of monasteries, dozens of monasteries, Albania, Yugoslavia. A Yiddish a brilliant woman, four years. Hinduism, Buddhism, it wasn't enough. Sufism, you know what Sufism is? The Kabbalah of Islam. 
After four years, she's in a Tibet ashram. And she gets a call that her father is deathly ill. And she tells me, to their credit, they weren't a cult. So they said, go home to your father. She goes home. It's before Pesach. Her mother says, I'll say, Messiah, when I was a kid, we used to have a Seder. It's a pity I never did it for you, girl, for you. It's a nice tradition. A friend of hers, no texting, then they used to use a telephone call, a telephone by the wall, Allah Shalom. Where you sent a letter with a stamp, Allah Shalom. You spelled out a name, you wrote words, you learned how to write a whole word, a sentence, periods, commas. You were spelled Y-O-U. Gets a real call. I'm going to a Hasidic community, Hasidic community, in Crown Heights for Seder. Will you come? Yeah. There was a moise that opened them up for girls who want to learn about Yiddishkeit. It was called Mechon Chana. Rav Hillel David Schlitten knows that very well because he learned in that building in Koilo Gorarie of Reb Yitzchak Zatzal in the 60s on president between Kingston and Brooklyn. That nice building over there. Not on the side where the Rebbe lived, on the other side. Amos, he told me yesterday. That same building, the Koilo moved away in the late 60s because of the situation. There wasn't so posh it. They bought that ultimately from somebody and it became a moiset. And they're having a seder for girls who don't have family. This lady tells me, I ended up there. Who comes to visit the seder before he goes to do his own seder? The Lubavitcher Rebbe. He wants to visit. And he goes in and he checks out the moiset and he gives a beautiful bracha to all these girls. Jeez, I was so moved. It was... His face, the atmosphere, Pesach, the Yiddishkeit, Niguna. She's a spiritual person. She started to learn. She decided to stay a whole Pesach. She decided to stay for Shavuos. And she'll go back to Tibet afterwards. She was enthralled. She opened, she never knew that in Judaism there's transcendence, spirituality, meditation, oneness, harmony, internal spiritual growth. A lot of Jews also don't know that it's in Judaism even those who, whatever. But she was exposed to this. She tells me, I decided I'm going to introduce myself to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and I'm not going to lie to him. I'm not going to tell him that I came straight from Beis Yaakov, you know. I wrote him a letter, and I wrote to him everything I did. Now, Buddhism is filled with Havoy practices. Today, they already took out meditation, different stuff, but she did it, Kamoy Shahu with the fragrance and the incense and the bowing down. and It was real of a disorder from the ancient days. And she was baptized and everything. She told me she wrote a long letter to the Rebbe and she described everything she did for four years. And the, she said the words of Yisrael. You know what Yisrael said. Ata yadati. Was it Rashi Malamed? Shaloi hiniach shaloi ovdo. Now, I asked somebody, you think the Lubavitcher Rebbe is a type of person to write this to? So somebody said, I don't know, but probably he's going to tell you that you Mechayev Misa 74,000 times. Based on the Avodah yeah? 
Now, if there was Edom and Asra v'chuli, it would have been a matzav of 74,000 times chiyuvi misa. Okay, now there's no chiyuv misa. There'll probably be 74,000 tikkunim. <laughs> 74, you'll probably have to fast for the next 89 years, with a few segufim, which for a good Buddhist, 40 years is nishda savelt. She didn't grow up in Shabbatons with cheesecake, so it wouldn't be dishkefelt. Tell me she sends in the letter. And the Rebbe writes her back a tshuva. Hurt. To understand the tshuva, I have to tell you, remind you, the Gemara Megillah Davav. The Gemara says, if somebody tells you, Yagati veloy matsasi al tamen. I worked hard, I didn't find, don't believe him. Lo yagati matsasi. I was a couch potato and I discovered all the truth, al tamen. Yagati matsasi tamen. Somebody says, I worked, I steigged away, I toiled. It wasn't easy. Umatsasi, and I discovered. Adam Lama Tam and believe. The Rebbe writes to her. He says, Since by you was Mekuyim the Yagati, is Betach certainly there was Mekuyim the second half of the Maimah Chazal. Since the Yagati you were Mekayim with the deepest, deepest yearning and thirst, so now for sure the Umatsasi is an unprecedented, powerful, and fulfilled Umatsasi. She says, I started to cry and I realized he took four years of my getting lost, and he turned them into a yagati. I was searching. I was searching for Hashem in the wrong places. You were Mekayim or yagati. Certainly Hashem gave you a matzosi. Gave me my soul. He allowed me to celebrate Yiddishkeit. Got rid of the terrible guilt. Yeah, Rav told her, she, to the mikveh, you baptized, there's different inyanim that you have to do in terms of mikveh. She did that all. But the Hashkafas Oilam was, you look at people, they're on a journey. Either you say they're lost, or you say their Yagati is very, very intense. And you know how true this is with so many of our children. Their search is so extreme and so profound. That's like you want to say, stop, stop, Atkan! But your kid is like, no, 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 Yagati is Yagati. <laughs> I know he doesn't quote the Gemara. He lives the Gemara. No, no, no. As the Badichev is this Arich Hazman, I want to bless all of you and bless myself with this blessing. I know Ayid, his name is Reb Zalman, and he saw what I saw. He saw that, and he's a mensch. And he cared. He saw that every day the mailman 
came to 770 with 600 letters. And he knew that the Rebbe didn't allow his secretaries to open the envelopes. He wanted to open them himself. You ever tried to open 600 envelopes? So he went and he bought a machine. Sony makes a machine. Boom, 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 open. He gives it in. The Lubavitch Rebbe returns it. He says, so you call Sony, you have a silent model. We used to have it, it's out of stock. Name your price, but find it. So for a nice price, they found one. And he got a silent one, he was besimcha. He gave it in. The Rebbe sends it back out. This already wasn't fair. No tumul, it's quiet. So I guess the Rebbe felt compelled to explain so he sent a message to him. I'll say it in Yiddish, those who will also translate it. He says, Yidin schreiben abriv. Say, famachen they convert. They seal the envelope. So Dodi was famachen they convert. Medevek. There are those who use glue. There are those who use kechevenea. They use their saliva. There are those who use scotch tape, a stapler. There are Jews who seal their envelopes with scotch tape, glue, saliva, but there are those Jews who seal their envelopes with their tears. How can I open with a machine that which a Jew sealed with his or her tears? The machine won't pick up the tears. But when I open it up with my fingers, I can take in, I can detect, I can contain the tears. I bless you and me that we should stop using machines and be able to detect the tears and maybe not dry them, but at least hold on to them. Create space for them. Allow them to go into you. And even though when those tears go into you, they will cause yet a deeper flow of tears. But maybe when your children, when our children will feel that our tears and their tears can become enmeshed, we can both be healed together. And the whole world can become one once again, thank you very much. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.